This is Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. Nailed it. Nailed it, dude. Got it. There. Yes. It's been a while. It has been Still a while since. It. Phil, it has been a while since you've been on the yeah. podcast. We've yeah. had some some guests come on mm-hmm. from, from all over that's helped us with the ministry. So, again, a huge thank you to them. Yeah, and for, They've done a lot of work. And oh, we actually just had a just a short mission team who did a ton of work in a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. New windows. Um, new floors and the trim, church right? trim. Yeah. Um, really did a lot of stuff with only six people. So, yeah. um, huge, hu- huge thank you to Hillcrest um, as well. But we're going to talk about something that is kind of awesome. I think. Oh, very extreme. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're going to talk about our old life mm-hmm. and how God has given us a new life. Yeah, he has. He's made us a new creation. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that's so important, you know, to look at. And, and so that's what we're going to talk about this week. But Phil, how's your, how's your week been going? It's been good, man. You know, uh, I've, I've just started working out again with Ashley. So, you know, starting mornings off good and productive. Um, it's tough right mm-hmm. now. Uh, but it's, it's good, man. I the th- think we talked about it briefly, briefly from Wednesday uh, Pastor Larry and from Hillcrest and seeing Pastor Phil, mm-hmm. who was his parents' pastor in, in Michigan, and you know, as God would have it, they would meet here, you yeah. know, some years later, and the interaction between those yeah. two men was heartwarming, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it like, was awesome. It was awe moments. Yeah, and it, it was. was awesome. It was. It was cool to be a part of, and it was very. It blessed me, and mm-hmm. it, I know ble- uh, blessed Ashley as well. She was like, "Man, I can't." I can't believe that. You know, mm. that's super cool. So it's been a really, really good week. Yeah. How about you? Pretty good. Busy? Yeah, busy. As you know, today we are doing this after we've uh, kind of rolled around on the floor trying to scrape glue off of, of hardwood floors and yeah. try to make them make yeah. them look good again. And it's pretty We're tedious. There, though. you got a it's heat gun and a scraper and you just keep going and going. But yeah, it's starting to look like something. Yeah. And, you know, and just for you uh, viewers or listeners, if Phil ever asks you to do something... I thought I was going to be laying carpet today. <laughs> well, it turns out there was a change of plan, so yeah, there it, was. it turned into like eight hours of scraping glue. Yeah. So my back hurts, my feet hurt, my, yeah. my knees hurt, but mm. it's starting to look good. Yeah, so. I'm very good at not giving all the details. Yeah, so ask. If you ever ask, hey, do you want to do this? Make sure you get all the information and details. Otherwise, you'll be doing something you had no yeah. no plan on doing. So Yeah. Um, so, Phil, let me before we get started in the episode, how's your reading been going? Oh, great. Great. Um, keeping up on... Uh, first kings mm-hmm. in the old testament and i think luke right at the tail end of luke in the new testament so it's been going really well um growing a lot learning a lot you know uh, i just got past the the story of solomon mm-hmm. who one of the i don't remember one of the ladies that had a baby that died mm-hmm. and the other lady switched the dead baby and so he said okay they they brought it before him as a as a king and they said she switched my baby and you know and the other said no I didn't and he said well, we'll cut cut the baby in half so you guys can can uh, can can share it since you can't figure it out and then obviously the one that it was the child it came clean yeah. you know she came clean so it's like what that's yeah. awesome it's, yeah. and, and it was uh, so I just got past that story which is. It's funny, but it's it's pretty it, crazy. But it's like, time. what in the world? Yeah. So that was cool. But yeah, it's it's readings going well. Good. I know that you know I've missed a few days here and there, but I've caught mm-hmm. up and I'm where I need to be. So um, it's good and it's it's very. I'm glad I'm glad we're doing it. Yeah. You know, definitely. How's it going for you? Um. So to to be honest, um, I'm a little bit behind. 
A little bit as in? A whole book. Oh, yeah. Well, you got time. So um, it can be done for sure, um, just how busy this couple of weeks have been. Um, but my goal is to make sure that it is done. And even if I somehow stop reading from now, which I don't plan on ever doing. Yeah. Um, but if I stop now, if I got to do it at crunch time in a week, yeah. I'm reading the whole Bible in a week. <laughs> But I don't want to do that because I want to actually get something get, out right, of it. Because right. I've actually learned a lot as well, especially mm-hmm. through these beginning books that oh, I, yeah. I didn't know a whole lot about. Yeah. I'm starting to actually retain a little bit. Um, I'm in Second Chronicles. Okay. I'm about to be done with that. And then i got to get through you know, Ezra and yeah. some things like that. But um, So, uh-huh. yeah, but it, it's, it's been a blessing just, yeah. to, just to go through it. Um, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's been, it has been a huge blessing. But, Phil... To get started talking about, you know, this passage, and I'll just read this. We'll talk a little bit deeper about it here in a bit, but it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. Mm -hmm. And if you... If you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know how true that yeah. verse is. Mm-hmm. You really do. So, Phil, you know, we're going to talk about our past lives a little bit. Yeah. So, why don't you go ahead and start? Man, uh, it all started on an October morning 29 years ago. Mm-hmm. There I was, <laughs> born born into the world, a crying sinner. Yeah. I didn't even know it. Yeah. Well, for the next 19 years of my life, I stayed in that crying sinner phase. I, uh, you know, grew up, I guess, in a normal normal household, I suppose, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom, dad, dad worked, mom stayed at home, three brothers. Um, never quite worried about heaven, never worried about hell, never worried about uh, good, bad, just kind of, you know, a very average American home. Um, but, it, it, you know, after I got saved, I realized that, man, that was terrible. I still am. Mm-hmm. You know, but Jesus saved me, and and you know, it's getting to be a lot better. My walk has grown, you know, I've grown a lot closer to Him. But uh, you know, I look back at the things that I used to do. I mean, I was not, um, I was good in the world's eyes as far as standards go. I was like a model kid. I was a model, you know, what you wanted your kids to be like. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, and and I don't say that boastfully. It's just I didn't get in trouble. I didn't, you know, in school I had good grades. I went to college this that and the other but there was so much that that i was doing such as drinking um partying living that lifestyle you know sex outside of marriage all those things that uh, that the world says was okay mm-hmm. and i didn't think anything of it because i didn't i didn't know any better yeah you know i grew up and uh, going to catholic church uh, from kindergarten to like eighth grade and then we stopped going but I never really put much stock in it. Church was boring, and I just continued to live my lifestyle. I didn't know I was living in sin at the time. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's uh, and then you know I met Ashley, and um, my whole life changed uh, for the better. Um, so you know, without getting too much into it, I was I was a normal, worldly kid. Um, I know that you know I, I I coached high school, and the kids are no different. Yeah. You know, and they're and they're normal, and everyone tells them, "Oh, you're fine. That's normal for you to do this. It's normal for you to think about these things. It's normal for you to do." Well, it is normal. It's still sinful, mm-hmm. and uh, I was no different. And um, you know, it 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 wasn't until I was 19 that I realized that I was dead in my sin, mm. and I needed a savior. And I'm so thankful. I'm September 9, 2012. I gave my heart to Christ, and it changed drastically. Yeah, drastically. But I mean that's a little bit of the you know, a little bit of the backstory. I don't know you have a similar 
mm-hmm. upbringing, right? Yeah. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? You know, so we moved around a lot as a kid, but the the group that I always hung around with um, was my cousins mm-hmm. and, you know, pretty much my cousins because I was the only boys, me and my sisters. And my uh, mom and dad were split up. They were never married, but they weren't together. And I'd go over to my dad's every other week. and um, But we end up moving to pretty much around Huntington, Indiana, but we, you know, moved to Ossian and Bluffton and all the way up in Noble County and, and just around these. So um, I would always end up meeting, you know, sort of at my grandma's house so my dad could pick me up. Um, so t- things like that. And when we started to get a little older, um, my, my cousins um, and their and their mom and, and dad and um, started to do drugs and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And the kids, obviously being around it, thought, okay, we should probably, you know, try this or, or yeah. that. And um, so that's kind of ends up kind of being, you know, we were we were all just like normal kids. We'd go out of the park, we'd right. ride our bikes around, we would get into some trouble, fights here and there. Um, but nothing, anything that you wouldn't expect any boy mm-hmm. to do. And um, it kind of all switched, though. I was in eighth grade, towards the end of eighth grade, coming towards the summer. And I remember we were playing football. And my my cousin had a huge temper, like bad. Mm-hmm. And if you said anything wrong, he'd, he would just start swinging. Um, so that's what he did with this guy, and I remember whether it actually happened, anything like that. That my cousin hit him, broke his nose. Mm-hmm. Um, he went and got his dad. His dad came up, had a pistol in his hand, oh, wow. um, and we took off. Obviously, so we didn't actually see, you know, if he shot at us, but he did shoot the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, so he shot in the air, and we end up hiding out at this at his friend's house, and his friend who was probably a couple years older ended up basically kind of pushing us to smoke marijuana Mm -hmm. um and i did and drank a little bit first time doing anything ever smoked marijuana and drank all at the same time so didn't really like it didn't really even do anything at all but it was a way that we kind of i don't know it felt like oh this was the cool thing to do right right a lot of kids do that. Yeah. It feels like the cool thing to do at the time. Well, then you start doing other things so that you can be cool again. Mm-hmm. So we started to steal all these things that were absolutely horrible um, in hindsight. But at the time, it felt, man, we were the baddest kids Top at the, of the in town. World, huh? Yeah. And I remember this one night that kind of kind of switched things a little bit. I realized, okay, I'm not like these people too much um i shouldn't be here and i think god was just using that to protect me a bit mm-hmm. but we were out at like three thirty in the morning like we were always out that late doing just middle school high yeah, schoolish, middle yeah. school yeah. eighth grade summer yeah so this all happened relatively pretty quick um started to do other things other drugs um nothing super super hard but enough to just keep pulling you in pulling you in um and as soon as i was i was so close to doing things that would have really just took my life probably Mm -hmm. and took some of my family's life already and i remember we were walking all these people were having a party on their porch we they started yelling back and i'm like what is going on right now and they 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 were coming off the porch ready to fight and i was like dude i don't want to be here anymore and 
there's always this mentality and, and this is how family pulls you in. You know, this is family. You got to protect yeah. family. Yeah. You got to be with, you know, family's everything. And I'm like, man, this just doesn't seem like the place I need to be right now. So I took off. They were fighting. You know, I'm pretty sure they, you know, were on stuff at the time. Um, and they were fighting and I took off. I went home and this was clear across the other side of town. Mm-hmm. And I go back home and I just go to sleep. I get home and I get woken up by one of my cousins who had made it out said basically that the cops were called and uh, end up coming in arresting a bunch of people oh wow and i'm sitting in the bed like wow that could have easily been me and i was pretty much no one no one really knew i was doing this stuff my mom didn't know i was very good at hiding the things that i was doing because i was always done over at my grandma's house with my cousins never around my mom anything like that and then i was getting to think you know i was starting to think you know you know, this is bad. Like, this is bad, but there's something that sin just kept pulling you in, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, man, I shouldn't be here, but I'm going to keep doing it yeah. anyways. So, long story short, coming to freshman year, um, guy I didn't even know. Um, I'm walking up the bleachers on orientation, and the, and the guy, sa- the, the, my friend says to me, hey, you know, if you stick with me, or you, like I can sit here, you say, if you stick with me, you'll make it through high school. Yeah. And it was just a funny thing that, you know, a couple middle schoolers coming into to high school, right. big, big school, you know, just a funny thing to say. And kind of just started becoming friends. He invited me to church every now and then while I was still doing a lot of this stuff. Um, and towards the end of my freshman year, um, it was about uh, in May, I believe, um, May like 2012 or something like that. Um, he asked me if I knew who Jesus was. I knew exactly what he meant because it's something that I felt, you know, God already pushing me to in the first place, trying to get me out of the lifestyle that I was in. And I said, I, even though I knew who Jesus was, I knew that he, I went to church every other weekend with my dad, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I knew who Jesus was, what he did, who he is, the son of God. Um, but I didn't really, I never had a relationship with Um, and I didn't really want to before, and I just really felt the Holy Spirit push me, you know, this is your moment, mm-hmm. you know, this is, you need to accept Jesus Christ, and uh, I sat on the ble- on the, the bench out here in front of the church, um, and I asked Jesus to come into my life, and wow. um, it was it was so such a cool moment, because the first time I spent the night over at his house, because that's where we walked from the high school mm-hmm. to his house. And I remember when I had to go back to my grandparents' house, my grandma's house. That's where I did all the bad stuff. Right. So I'm sitting on the bed. Everybody's sitting in you know, a circle, ready to do you know, the smoking weed, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I remember just the Holy Spirit put... And I never felt anything like it before in my life after I got saved. Just, just convict me beyond measure said, this is not where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And I lied. I said, no, nah, I don't feel very good. I don't want any. I fell asleep. Next day, I never went back. Wow. I left. Yeah. And that was a huge moment. Um, and God had, had God has put me in a place where now I can go to them and share the gospel yeah. and do things. And I have. I've got to wit- you know witness to my younger cousin who saw who saw me do so many bad things, mm-hmm. I got to show him where I am now. Yeah. And and that was a huge, huge thing for me to get to do because that's what, I always felt guilty about that because he ended up going down the wrong path. And yeah. all I could think about was he saw us do those things mm-hmm. 
And we led him down that path. But he also saw the change in you. Absolutely. You know, and that's the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's it's funny that you mentioned, you know, you felt like God was pulling you out before you, mm-hmm. you know. I had one of those, and I, and I forgot to mention, I don't know if I ever told you this or not, but I was with, it was my freshman year of college, and we were wrestling in... I don't know if it was Pennsylvania or Iowa or I can't Michigan maybe I don't know I can't remember, but we were we were driving, and it was with some of my teammates and they're talking about you know yeah we need to uh, we need to start going to church, and I, I had already been thinking about it you know but I wasn't gonna say anything, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like yeah yeah we we should you know we're all talking I was like we should probably stop drinking too, and that's they were like mm-hmm. what. Like, yo, one thing at a time, dude. No, we're not going to just stop having fun, mm-hmm. but we just need to go to church. And I just kind of, you know, was quite like, yeah, whatever. We can mm-hmm. keep drinking and go. It don't matter. Little did I know that that same year, because that was in like January, February-ish. And then in September that year, I'd get saved. Mm-hmm. Little did I know what the Holy Spirit had planned for my life, what yeah. God had planned for my life. and. The old lifestyle that he that I was living in, that he took me out of, and set my feet on a brand new path. I had no clue, yeah, what I was gonna be in for. Mm-hmm. And 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 I thank God, you know that not everybody gets that chance because some people are in it so so deep yeah. that you know they have withdrawals. They can't you can't make it through. And, and I know Jeremy's been on this podcast mm-hmm. before, and he's talked about how God had taken him completely out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of did the same thing with me, where I didn't want to smoke after that, after I'd left the whole thing. Um, he just, that desire was never there. I mm-hmm. wanted to do something else. I wanted to serve Christ. The, and I yeah. didn't even know what that yeah. meant. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know what that looked like. Uh, All I knew is, okay, I'm going to start going to church, you know, for youth group and mm-hmm, Sunday sure. nights. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, maybe I should start going Sunday mornings. And that was hard to do because I didn't have a car. You know, right, mom had to right. drop me off, pick me up, that type of stuff, because she didn't go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was a huge a huge thing that I thank God for that. He he let me get out of it like that, um, too. And, and I know, that, you know, there are definitely moments where it's like, well, I could just go hang out mm-hmm. for a minute. And the Holy Spirit was quick. You're not yeah. ready for that. Yeah. You're not yeah. ready for that. Um, and I didn't. And I'd lost a lot of uh, close family because of that. Mm-hmm. But that's sometimes the price you got you to gotta pay. It, 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 and it's a good price. It doesn't seem like it at the time. Yeah. Um, but again, like I said, God put me in a place now where I'm at that I'm actually able to share the gospel mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. No temptation, nothing like that yeah. um, to go ever back in. Um, but it just took some time away. It does. And it does. And... You know, I, as you know, you think about the verse I read, Second Corinthians two seventeen or five seventeen. I said two seventeen yeah, earlier yeah. too. <laughs> five seventeen. You know, when the old things pass away, that means the old things pass away. That's yeah. what His Word says. When mm-hmm. the new things come, when we're a new creature, a new creation in Christ, that doesn't mean that. I mean, you know, you look at the newness; mm-hmm. it doesn't mean everything's going to be shiny. It means we have an eternity in heaven. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be faced with new challenges. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be, you know, lose family members over your choice. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you're not going to lose friends or you know the people you used to hang yeah. out with because that's what that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah, I was the life of the party mm-hmm. in Bloomington. 
They love me. I loved hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Drink. Oh, Phil's coming to the party. Awesome. Yay. Well, as soon as I started going to church and I got saved, yeah. those friends started dropping off, dropping yeah. off, dropping off. And, you know, you left with next to none. Same mm-hmm. thing with my family. But it, it didn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I knew that the life that Christ had called me out of, the old life, um, was dead with the old Phil. Yeah. Regardless what happened, mm-hmm. you know, the afflictions I was going to face, the, 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 the things that my family said to me, the way they acted towards me, it, even through all that, I understood why it was happening. And it wasn't because of me. It was because what Jesus was doing in my life. So when I'd go to, you know, family things and I wasn't drinking or I wasn't cussing or I wasn't doing this, oh, you're so high and mighty. Yeah. You? You're so this, that. No, no, I didn't say that. Well, you're acting different. We don't like it. Well, I don't know what to tell you. That's what Jesus can do for me. Yeah. That's what he can do for you. That's what he can do for the whole entire world. Yeah. But they don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you look at, man, I, I don't know. I, I think back at, at how awful I was. And I can't believe I, it took 19 years mm. to to have my eyes open. But I'm thankful all, all it took was 19 years. And I'm still not lost you know in sin um, christ found me and and healed me from that and mm. uh, though i struggle with with certain things um i have somebody that listens somebody that's always there somebody that's the my new father mm-hmm. you know somebody that i look to for guidance somebody that i look to for uh inspiration somebody that i look to for help and and all of those things that he that he offers and it's man I would never want to go back yeah, to my old lifestyle. So never want amen. to go back to it, even amen. though it was fun in in the times. Even yeah. though it was fun when I was doing it, man, you look at it at, at all those things that you know your old lifestyle allowed for, and you learn quick that it's it's a it's a waste of time. It's a waste of life. It's a waste of uh, it, it's just a waste to yeah. live like that and think that you're okay. Mm-hmm. And when I say waste of life, I don't mean you're a waste of life. I mean the life that you lived, it's it's a waste. It's all mm-hmm. for nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And and man, I'm so glad Jesus pulled me out of that. Yeah. And you know this passage, Giannis, we're gonna read it a bunch yeah. because it's so important. It says, Therefore if if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. This can only be done through Christ. True true a true new creation, a new mm-hmm. body, a new person. Yeah can only be done through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, a person can get clean, and, and, and kudos to them if they can do yeah. it without Christ. But you can't truly get clean Mm-mm. without Jesus Christ. You can't truly be washed of your sins without Jesus Christ. You can start doing good things, and, and, and there's a lot of people that do good things who don't believe in God, but you, don't, you can't truly be clean without Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what this verse is shows us is we can't get to heaven in our old bodies we can't get to heaven with our old junk right you know all that you have to be made new Mm -hmm. and christ is the only one that could do it says the new creation has come the old is gone so so many times you know we talk about this only only to shed light on where god has brought us yeah but not to reminisce about what we used to do Mm -hmm. because like you said that life was a waste yeah 
you know that that life was garbage you know we've talked about mm-hmm. it here recently just the yeah. idea what paul talks about yeah. in philippians you know i used to be he he says he used to be like the top guy yeah. the, the 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 benjamite the pharisee you know the, yeah. the person who 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 was zealous for the lord um and he said all that he considers garbage yeah it was nothing compared to what christ has done mm-hmm. in his life actually made him new and i think that's a good example <clears throat> too you know you think about paul you think about how he was saul where he was persecuting, yeah. you know, Christian after Christian, mm-hmm. and um, you know, killing and, and really persecuting the church, um, and God had completely transformed his life, where he's actually preaching the gospel. Yeah. And this is kind of what this passage is talking about, you know, through the whole thing. Obviously, yeah. this is just right, right. a small snippet of what he's talking about. He says, you know, after that, you know, he's in verse, you know, eighteen. Um, it says. If I can find it, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. God makes us new here on this world. Mm -hmm. You know, he could, if he wanted, just boom, you you believe in Jesus, you repent of your sins, I'm taking you to heaven. He could do that. Mm -hmm. But he leaves us here because we're in charge. Later it says we're ambassadors for the message of reconciliation. We get to preach the awesome the awesome message of you can become a new creation yeah. through Christ. Your old lifestyle can be w- completely washed away and made new. Yeah, you look at, you know, something just sparked all of these gender identity crises things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to be this. I want to be that. I, why don't you want to be new? Yeah. Yeah, you know, if, if you're a boy and you want to be a girl, you can't change that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what, what, what science says. What I, why, don't you, why don't you get something? Why don't you be something that, you're, that you could never be with? With anything other than Jesus, mm. why don't you be the why don't you be the man or the woman that Christ called you to be? Yeah. Why don't you why don't you take that leap? Because yeah. that that's gonna you're gonna get more flack doing that than you are switching your genders. I guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. So just a little side note that yeah. popped up. Yeah, absolutely, and and I think this kind of that does kind of shed a little bit of light too on this idea of you know that the whole idea of our identity is built up in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's not found anywhere else. Yeah. The world will try to show you yeah. that your identity is somewhere, but God has made you this creation. And that's and that's it, man. And and when you when you allow Christ to pull you out of that lifestyle, you get saved. The you, your closest friends, your closest family, the people who knew the old you are gonna still bring it up. They're gonna remind you. Oh yeah, this is who you are to me. Yeah, that same rotten, no good, lying, blah 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 person that you've always been and christ says no mm-hmm. no you're not that's who you were but according to second corinthians 5 5 17 not 2 17 5 17 that old style that old life passed away mm-hmm. it's not there anymore now we remember it but it's not the same person so don't listen to the voices that are telling you Oh, you're still that same old. Don't listen to Satan. Don't listen to the wiles of the devil. Don't listen to that junk because mm-hmm. that's all it is. Because God's word tells us that we're new yeah. if we're believers in, in in Christ. And and you know when we when we because we have the choice we do whether or not to live like we've been made new or to continue in our old lifestyle yeah. even after you know we've been saved we still have that choice god still gives us that free will to do that mm-hmm. um but to know that god 
has given you that message of reconciliation, not only to live out in your words, but live out into your actions um, when you're actually supposed to, you know, do the things that the Bible tells us to do um, in sharing the gospel, not only with words, but with, uh, you know, our actions. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, you know, here in verse 19, I think this is an amazing piece. It says that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So not only are you just like new, you're you're somebody you know new, but mm-hmm. he's washed. He doesn't count our sins against us. Yeah. And we think, well, that's pretty cool. But if we actually understand the reasoning behind that, that you can't enter into a holy presence of God with your sins yeah. and with your junk, that Christ takes it all away so mm-hmm. that you can be re- that's the whole idea of reconciliation you're not just mm-hmm. you know, you're what are you reconciled to you're right. reconciled back to god yeah god has bought you back yeah he's not you know you were once found guilty but through christ you're not found guilty yeah. anymore your mm-hmm. sins the wrongs you've done are not counted against mm-hmm. you and this is important to know with when you're talking about the new creation and all that it is a process i don't oh, think yes, it just happens it that sanctification that big yeah, word yeah takes time the whole life exactly you are continuing to be sanctified through christ yeah every day of your life we read a book uh well i think it was our first book in our book club called uh, bondage break and mm. i don't remember who the author is mm, but there was a a snippet in there and he said you know once you get saved people expect you to be to be changed overnight because you're saying jesus you you know you're using words that you've never used before your vocabulary changes but he said that it is not a hard it's not a reboot on a computer it's not a wipe the memory and everything's gone it's you know you have to learn new things and purge out the old things Mm -hmm. and so it is a process and for any of you baby christians listening or you know uh new believers it, it does take time it does take a while um but stay faithful to what yeah. God's called you to do, which is learn and grow. Firstly, you know, um, and see, you know, it'll 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 pay off and it'll be worth it. And sanctification is an ongoing process. Yeah, and I just want to read this last part of this chapter um, because I really do like this chapter. It's really really cool to see. Uh, it says, "We are therefore Christ ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf: be reconciled to God, be made." God made him who had no sin to be the sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Yeah. So this new creation, God is literally impl- implanting his righteousness in you so that you have a place in heaven, yeah. so that you can enter into heaven. Um, and that's that shows the love of God, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but it also shows that the responsibility we have that if God has saved us, He's make, He's making His appeal through us, mm-hmm. through showing the world this is the old creation. Yeah. Look how I've made it new. Yeah, and you know, with with your life, you know, you think about where you were, you know, mm-hmm. and in the world standpoint, modeled citizen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, because the world doesn't care if you party. No, they don't. That. They don't. They encourage care. it. It's normal um, now. But model sit. You know, went to college. You know, wrestled those types of things. You know, parents dream. In most cases, mm-hmm. they want their kid to to get us. You know, go go to college. Have you know, play a sport. Yeah. Do yeah. stuff like that. Um, to see to, for your family to see what Christ is actually can actually do mm-hmm. is a huge testament. Like, like. 
we should be so new that yeah. we really shouldn't even have to say anything. Right. They should say something to you. Yeah. And I know they yeah. have. Oh, they have. Um, they do. And, 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 and I think that's such a cool thing that God can do. Because when I think, you know, I've had many times my family, um, you know, are, are baffled who have not seen me. Because, I, like I said, I left. Hadn't seen me in a, in a long time and find out I'm preaching. Yeah. Find out I'm going to church at all. They're like, wow, that doesn't even make any sense to them. Because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. That you would live a lifestyle the way that you lived and completely turn around to serve Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a, an amazing thing. And I, I can't think of anything better. Oh, me neither, man. You know, now, I've tried. I've sat down literally and thought, what, what could be better than this? Yeah, absolutely. And I can't. I've yet to come up with a And with, there's with so an many. You know, I used to think, you know, church was boring hmm. it was you know all that stuff was was lame i guess yeah i, didn't, I never yeah. used the word lame but uh, yeah. um that's <laughs> that's what i would think you're lame and it's so different it is than what i ever thought it is it is such a blessing and there's and it's and two you know you look at it from like when we were when we were younger i have to go to church now i'm like who who's preaching yeah. Well, how you know what are they going to talk about is it something i don't know mm-hmm. like what what can i pull out of this story that i do know how are they going to deliver it what's god going to teach me today and it's such a different mindset than it was years ago you know it's not boring when you it, when you know the god that you serve and you understand that mm-hmm. there ain't a single boring story in this in this bible yeah and i think about from the very first time that i started becoming faithful to church you know um faithful to to what the things that god wanted me to do um and my mind even even my my mindset from then to now has changed drastically Mm -hmm. you know how like just thinking about how important certain things are in the body of christ yeah you know sometimes you look past that you can occasionally still can Mm -hmm. you know you can occasionally forget from time to time um but there's so there's such a higher view for serving God than I did the first day I started mm-hmm. serving God. I remember a moment out here when I was uh, painting, um, and it was really early on in my walk, maybe only a year, in a year or two, I don't, I don't, can't remember. And I was painting, I just really felt the Holy Spirit speak to me and was like, you're not doing any of this for me. And it's kind of hit me off guard, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, am I actually doing this for God? Because you can look like you're busy, you can look like you're doing something in the church, but you might not actually be doing it for the Lord. That's so funny because as I'm hurting my back down here, I was thinking about, I was thinking, oh, first thing someone's going to say tomorrow is, this is all they did. Hmm. This is all they did. And I was thinking, I know we're going to hear it. Oh, wow. That, that's all you guys got done. And... I was I was I was just thinking about well how if I do hear it how am I gonna respond? Well, this is what you know this is what God wants me to do. And I'm, I'm down there. I'm like this stinks. Mm-hmm. It but, does stink. But I was I was excited because I was like man I can I can serve the Lord like this. I can change up you know what the leaders in the church say we want to we need to make a, a change and that's how I can help. That's how I can work for Him. And the whole time I was down there I was thank I was like man thanks God for letting me be part of a church that trusts me to to do this even though I burned some of the wood. Yeah. That you know. <laughs> Thanks God for allowing me to to serve in a body like this that mm-hmm. wants to do work for you, and you you know regardless of what anybody else says because they're always going to say something, whether it's because you got saved, uh, 
whether it's because you you read from a different version, whatever it is, people are always going to talk. Yeah. But let the Holy Spirit do the talking in you and, and be the reason as to why you choose to do the things that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, you know, it's easy to be like, okay, this is what happens, you know, when you believe in Christ. Um, and hopefully if you have, you are, you are experiencing that. And I would just, I would just kind of, I don't know what, how I would say it, a warning or, or a challenge or something. Yeah, yeah. If you don't feel like God has made you new, you feel like you're still the same old person, you might want to be talking to him mm-hmm. and asking him, does I really mean what I said yeah. when I, when I put my faith in Christ? Yeah. Um, that's all I would say to that, um, because that that's a huge testament to know whether or not you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. or you you know you believed in in Christ truly with all your heart, put your trust in Him. Um, is if God is making you new, I'm not saying it, like I said, it's a process. It's it is. not, but it is. know that God is pulling you closer and closer mm-hmm. to Him. That's a huge thing. Um, but but if you don't want to live like the world, you got to stop toying around you with do. the world. You do. You know, James talks about, you know, he calls the people adulterous people mm-hmm. for being friends with the world. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that you have to, um, you know, stop going to work. You got to, st- you know, you can do nothing in the world. No, we're called to be the light of the world. Yeah. And that's what we have to have. That that idea in this world, we have to be the light of the world. Yeah. You know, we're foreigners. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, you think, and I, I tell people this sometimes, you know, I was the, the prized child until Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and then everything changed. Yeah. Then I became, I won't say outcasted, but for a while it was, mm-hmm. hey, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not talking to him. I'm not mm-hmm. going to bring anything up because he thinks he's high and mighty. No, that's not the case. It's just I'm not the person that you wanted me to be. I'm not the person, I'm not the kid, I'm not the brother, I'm not the friend that i used to be because mm. i can't be yeah because there's a new person that took a residency in me and mm. that's the holy spirit of god mm-hmm. and i have to live my life to glorify him so he had he had to ruin my old life does yeah. that make sense oh yeah he had to ruin it mm-hmm. change everything up for me to get yeah. a new one absolutely and and that's the if if you want to live like you know you've been made new that's what you got to understand mm-hmm. That old life is gone. Yeah, you can't get it back. Right, you shouldn't want it back mm-hmm. because hopefully through the Holy Spirit you're starting to understand. Wow, man, that life just wasn't wasn't good. It was filled with sin, bitterness, anger, all those things that aren't good. And and Christ has given you a life of abundance. That's what He's trying to do. Yeah. Um. And and we have to abide in Christ for sanctification to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't just sit and expect sanctification to happen. Right. You got to be mm-hmm. intentional about. Wow, I want to get closer with God. Yeah. Well, how do we get closer with God? Well, we talk with Him. Mm-hmm. We read His Word. We pray. We serve Him. We mm-hmm. we do those things for Him out of gratitude and knowing that through the passage that we had talked about, He's given us a responsibility. Yeah. That message of reconciliation is a huge responsibility and it's an urgent one and it, when we start to understand that sometimes i think we're a little quicker to get yeah. out of the world and start to focus more on godly things mm-hmm. when we understand that this calling that we we've received from god to share the gospel is an urgent calling yeah it's not something well you know in in 
in 10 years when I feel equipped, then I'll start right. doing it because more than likely in 10 years, you probably won't start doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just are you, if you're a believer, you know, a new believer and you, and you know the change that God's done in your life, share that with somebody. Sometimes it's better to do it immediately, yeah, yeah. you know, at work or something like that. Um, hey, this is what God's done for me recently. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easier. People mm-hmm. aren't going to laugh at you. Right. But there's, I always, always am thinking, is there one person at least in the room that God might already be working on? Yeah. Because you ain't going to save nobody. Right. Nope. Never have, never will. Yep. God's the one that's doing the work mm-hmm. already. But sometimes that one word out of obedience to God is the one word that, makes them think a little mm-hmm. bit more mm-hmm. or or takes that first step yeah. um and we've seen it you know while preaching yeah things like that um whether at your work sharing the gospel mm-hmm. i know you've seen that as well and it's a huge blessing to you it is oh absolutely to it's actually be a part of something so amazing like sharing the gospel yeah and that god would use someone like me yeah someone mm-hmm. that has no Qualification, someone that has nothing other than willingness. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> to to do what he's asked me to do, yeah. you know, and and he still uses me. Yeah. So so my final thought, really, for this episode, is just live like you have Christ yeah. inside you. Live like you have the Holy Spirit yeah. inside you. We can we can think that dabbling in the world is okay for a moment. But a lot of times it grasps us really yeah. hard, and it's hard to get back out. Yeah. Um. Because that's what the that's what Satan wants to mm-hmm. do. He wants to, especially to believers, he yeah. wants to keep you from that yeah. message of reconciliation, so that you don't share it with anybody else. And if he can, if he can, he don't care really about your words. No. He wants to destroy your witness through your action. Mm-hmm. So if you're going around doing things that you shouldn't be doing, the old things that are sinful. Um, he wants to get you to do those things because when that person, when you actually use the words to share the gospel, the person that you try to share the gospel to sees you, sees your your old sinful life still working through you, and thinks, "Well, why would I want anything mm-hmm. like that?" Yeah. Um, and that's a huge piece. So that's kind of my final thought: is yeah. live like you've actually been yeah. made new. Phil, any final thoughts? Yeah. Let Jesus ruin your old life. Yeah. Mm, let like him. That. Let him make. A, let him make you a new one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be better anyways. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. So again, our weekly verse is Second Corinthians five seventeen says, "Therefore, if anyone anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come; the old has gone, and the new is here." Mm. Amen. Amen. So if you like this episode, you can you can like it, you can subscribe to it, leave us a comment. Maybe you can leave us a short story about how God saved your life. That'd We'd love great. to read those. Yeah. Um, that would be a huge encouragement to us. Um, so again um, thank you this does conclude our episode for this week Um, if you'd like to leave a comment somewhere else a private comment you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com and thank you as always for listening to Kingdom Faith see you guys